Hello and welcome to the End-Stage Renal Disease Treatment Choices Learning Collaborative, or ETCLC, podcast series. In these episodes, we'll hear from transplant, donation, and organ procurement organization professionals as they share their experiences, data-proven interventions, and lessons learned as we collectively strive toward our national aims for more kidneys transplanted and fewer kidneys discarded. Nothing Happens If You Don't Get the Yes Part 1, Episode 1, Introduction to the Donation Experience in the Black Community. In this episode, Organ Procurement Organization, or OPO, Family Services Professionals start the discussion on barriers to donation in the Black community and what it might take to improve their healthcare experience. Thanks for giving us an opportunity to talk about a really, really critical subject when we look at our opportunities to improve donation across the country. I don't think there's anything more important than finding a way to help our families of color um, say yes to donation. We know um, empirically and through our experiences that donation benefits our donor families. And it's always driven me crazy that we haven't been able to give that gift to our minority communities as well as we have to others. There's about a 20% difference between authorization rates in the black community and the white community. Um, and I thought that getting together a panel of, of experts, um, it turns out they're all gentlemen, but um, it wasn't purposeful, it just happened that way. But these guys have worked, uh, I don't know, I didn't add up the years, guys, but I think it's over 100 years of experience in organ donation or close to it, um, and have been heavily involved as they run the organizations that are, uh, or the departments that are in charge of meeting with families. So I don't think there's a better group of people that tell us about their experiences, what the issues are, what the solutions might be, what works, what doesn't work in this group. Um, and so with that, I really want to get right into it. Um, and I was going to start with Bobby, um, not because you're the most senior guy, but you're the most senior guy. And, and Bobby, you know, the first kind of big question is we have this big disparity. Why? What, what, are, what are the reasons um, why our Black community doesn't say yes to donation as often as, as our other communities? Um, thank you, Kevin. And um, good afternoon, everyone. And when you look at the disparities and the reason on why uh, many folks in the Black community or the African-American community refuse or is very hesitant to donate or say yes to donation, it's just the education level and a lot of past history as far as it goes to healthcare. And when you look at and take those two factors down, that plays a major role in families or people being very hesitant to say yes to donation. Thanks, Bobby. And let me kind of continue that discussion with you, Rodney. Um, what What are your thoughts? Is it is it really those external factors only, or are there other things that that are impeding us? To Bobby's point, I, I do think that um, with regards to also just the experience of uh, people of color in the healthcare system, uh, I think there uh, needs to be um, more conversations around just the experience. Uh, around uh, families who enter into uh, a lot of times healthcare systems and they're uh, the people providing care <clears throat> many times uh, overwhelmingly the majority don't look like them um, you know usually it's uh, thinking through um, what it must be like to be uh, different than the people who are providing the care to you um, I think that uh, 
there being sometimes a, a huge disconnect in uh, the ways in which people may grieve, um, to Bobby's point, may you know need time to process information. Um, I think uh, having more sensitivity <clears throat> and um, and patience around uh, families of color, their experience um, when with regards to entering into a hospital to get help. Can you can you talk to that? about the experience of our families before donation even becomes a topic? Certainly, Kevin. I, I think that, uh, you know, anytime a family is dealing with an acute loss, uh, that process, what happens uh, from the moment they arrive at the hospital, at the point that they receive a grave prognosis, uh, when the care team shares that there there's not a recovery, whether it's uh, end of life scenario for DCD or declaration of brain death, families are sensitive to how they're treated. And all that contributes to the environment that is created for the approach for donation. So any discussions we can have about approving that process uh, leading up to our interaction with the family contributes to uh, whether we have a good opportunity, a good interaction with them when we offer, offer that opportunity for donation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the ETCLC podcast series. We encourage you to steal shamelessly, as we say, any recommendations and best practices shared by the presenters and their organizations. We encourage you to listen to our other podcasts that help support and improve your transplant work. Also visit our LinkedIn page, ETCLC. Follow us on X, formerly Twitter, at ETCLC1, and check out our YouTube channel for more resources available at esrd etclc